The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Hi, everyone. We recorded this episode a few days ago, um, and we had some really sad news on Thursday. Um, we lost one of our sisters, Chi Chi Devane. Um, you probably fell in love with Chi-Chi when you first saw her on season eight of RuPaul's Drag Race. She uh, made it to the final four, and she also returned to All-Stars 3 uh, and uh, was just really beloved by all of the fans. Uh, you probably remember her as a really amazing high-energy performer. She would She would flip and she would kick and she would lip-sync upside down and really just turn the party wherever she was. But the thing that I'll remember her for most is just her amazing spirit and her really warm and kind heart. Our thoughts are going out to all of her, her family and her friends. Um, and you probably saw online that she was in the hospital and uh, people were sending her a lot of support just to lift her spirits, to help pay for the medical costs. But on Thursday, Xavion uh, Davenport passed away because of pneumonia, and uh, which was exacerbated by her chronic condition of scleroderma. She was 34. So we love you, Chi-Chi, and we'll miss you. Oh my gosh, that is really, ooh, oh my goodness. 110 wow. in the shade. Oh yes. Uh, welcome back for yet another steaming, steaming. piping, piping scolding <laughs> serving of hot, hot goss. It's our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our it's lives, nice. issues in politics, politics, and take a deep dive, dive into the DMs. So let's get in. Well, yeah, let's get into some uh, uh, hot, hot <laughs> That's hot goss. That's hot goss. <laughs> um, it is so hot where I am. It's like 120 something degrees. My car thermometer said 130. So this is the hottest of the hot gosses right now for me, for sure. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> It's really, really hot everywhere. It's very hot. Um, Palm are you Springs. In, yes. Are you in Palm Springs now? I'm there right now. And then um, Death Valley right now is 130 degrees. It recorded the hottest temperature on Earth in the last hundred years. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty wild. But I mean, obviously, they've never been in a Southern Nights dressing room in the summer in Tampa or Orlando. Like, if they think they know hot, because they don't. <laughs> you need to be in a dressing room with seven drag queens, all their pads, all yeah. their body sprays, and then we can talk about hot. I'm not complaining about the heat, but, you know. You want to talk about steaming, piping, scalding, scaldracia. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What's up with you this week? Getting ready for the big name that tune? Very excited. That's happening tomorrow. Um, of course, August 22nd, Saturday, tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're doing Name That Tune, which is an amazing, um, exciting live stream competition kind of game show trivia uh, fundraiser event. Yeah, it's kind of like Name That Tune combined with Wipeout because Bianca will probably be so drunk by then she'll fall. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to benefit for the girls, which is mm-hmm. a fund to directly support black trans people who need immediate money for rent, food, medical needs, what have you. Um, exactly. And we're going to help uh, provide a little bit of that. So we're going to help by taking your money at Race Chaser <laughs> Tickets so you can watch this wonderfully entertaining show. If you saw the spelling bee, you'll know it was a great time for everybody. And, yes. uh, you know, it's also a tax deduction for you. You can consider it that. So write that down. Write off your $10, your 10 ducats at the end of the year next April. Um, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Can you can save money. Go ahead. If you could save money while while spending money, go ahead, actually. Yeah, exactly. We raised a lot of money for a really good cause the last time. So we want to uh, we want to outdo ourselves. So go to racechasertickets.com right now. If you mm-hmm. haven't already, tell a friend. It's going to be really fun to watch. And um, it's for a really good cause. Now, um, are you uh, visiting the ice cream truck while you're out there in Palm Springs? Only if Caswell pumps through. You'd probably um, you'd probably die from the heat just walking from your home to the truck. Well, you should because it's feel- that hot, <laughs> girl. I got a burn on my undercarriage because I hadn't tucked in so long, and then I taped, and she oh. had uh, she had done the 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 fresh the fresh uh, shave. Ooh, and it had crystallized. It had crystallized, and then the tape had set it on fire because it was not happy with the session. The, right, um, so yeah. upsetting. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on a bag of frozen peas right now. Oh, my dear God. Well, uh, this is coming across our desk here at Hot Goss. Uh, this says there's a new ice cream truck song. Did, okay. did corporate send it up? Uh, they're replacing it with uh, with Trouble by Willem, uh, which is a, a much better song. No, this says, okay, good this humor. This is real, huh? Wow. Yeah. Good humor is replacing the usual ice cream truck song, Turkey in the Straw, because the song has a racist past. So originally the song was a British and Irish Irish folk song, and it wasn't racist at first, but in the 1800s, it was paired with racist lyrics and performed in minstrel shows. These shows were performed in ice cream parlors in the U.S., which is how the song got linked to ice cream trucks. Wu-Tang's RZA has collaborated with Good Humor to make a new song, which will be available to ice cream trucks everywhere. This is great news. Yeah. Snaps for the cream. Snap for the creams of ice. Oh my um, gosh. I had I had no idea, of course, um, that it was racist, but uh, I have chased many an ice cream truck, but I'm only looking for Magnums, honey, because you know me, Magnum girl. You're a Magnum girl. A Magnum girl. Not only Thank is you. she a spokesmodel, but she's also a customer. I never paid for one in my life. Girl, you don't eat no ice cream. I know you. <laughs> I did on that commercial set, and I loved every minute of it and every every pill of lactate. I, I bit the popsicle, right. and then I cleaned off the whole stick in the next bite, and the director was like, we're using that. <laughs> they didn't use it. <laughs> oh, they didn't use it. But they too, flew too me to can. Yeah, it was fun. Um, this uh, this is a great thing because there's so many things that are racist out there that we have no idea about. I was watching Lovecraft Country, and at one point the characters mm. pull away and show this billboard, and you know it seems innocuous. It's just like a a Mrs. Butterworth thing or um, mm-hmm. or Aunt Jemima. I'm not sure which one it was, but then I looked at it and I was like, oh wow, like. If I was one of those people in that car, one of the characters dealing with that and seeing like the how the speech is uh, like slanged for for their representations. It's just like I'm noticing it more and more and more now because I'm it's everywhere. Um, So I'm glad this is getting changed. Uh, Something else that needs a whole fucking lot of change right now is what happened on the. What's happening everywhere, but at least this time the girls aren't dead. Um, my friend Eden, the doll, and two of her girlfriends, Jocelyn Flawless and Jasmine White Rose, were attacked on Hollywood Boulevard, basically spit in distance from my studio and Alaska's um, Alaska's digs. Um, we literally walked past the spot probably a couple times a week. I filmed a video in front of it. Um, a man Where was, was attacked. Though the place with all the wigs on the garage door oh, on yeah, Hollywood Boulevard, that one, it's like the old foreplay. Um, there's videos of it, of this incident too, where 
this man is clearly like trying to talk to this girl and then he finds out her tea and he makes her kick off her shoes, threatens her with a crowbar. Uh, one of the girls had her phone stolen and then tried to sold back to her. Um, girls were hit. Girls were beat. They had a scooter thrown at them. These guys have been identified online. The LAPD was called and they slowed down and then kept on pumping and driving right through with their sirens. All of this is on film. I hope they got the license plate of the cruiser that went by without helping. Uh, women and men were both seen cajoling and like cheering on this kind of bullshit. It was disgusting. And, um, seeing that no major news outlets are covering it yet is, is even worse. It's like, do we have to wait until they're dead? Like what the fuck people, what the fuck news, you know, like why, why aren't more people covering this? Why hasn't logo said anything? Why hasn't Viacom said anything like these? We, we, we can't only protect people once they're dead. Yeah, exactly. This is, I mean, this is, I haven't watched the video because I like, um, I've heard about it from people talking about it, but I haven't watched the video because I'm like, I'm I'm just trying to be conscious of like what kind of input I'm getting into my brain. You know what I mean? You don't need to watch it. It's everything that you think it is. Right. And it's, it's disturbing as fuck. I, I read Aurora's post and Aurora Sexton couldn't get through it all either. And I'm not surprised. This yeah. is like in our backyard. This is sort of like, I mean, it's good that we have tools uh, like camera phones and like social media because otherwise these things would be happening completely in the darkness and there'd be no awareness. So it's good that we're spreading the word because we do have to protect um, trans lives. Like it's it's so essential. You can't, you can't go around saying uh, Black Lives Matter and leave out the black trans community or, or the trans community in general. This is a huge a huge problem that's going on. And also like the flip side of it's very good that we have social media, but it's also like part of the problem because some of the, like didn't some of the attackers like post the video just to be like, look what we went ahead and did. This is funny. This is fun. Yep. Right? One guy, one guy has an account called Steve-O films. Um, it's since <sighs> been suspended, I think. And a couple of the other Instagrams that were linked to the, the, I was going to say gentlemen, but obviously not the men that um, attacked these women. Uh, they've been suspended, too. So at least Instagram is doing the right thing because these guys put it up and the comments. It's it's not it's very aware how people are emboldened because they're spurned on in the comments by people, you know, with homophobia and uh, transphobia. Yes, it's, it's um it's. It's clear why this country is in the state it's in once you read the comments on some of these posts. And um, anything we can do to help Eden, Jocelyn, and Jocelyn, uh, let us know. Um, I'm sending them some makeup at least. Glitter's better over a bruise. Um, But that's the least I can do. Uh, If there's fundraisers and we hear about them, we'll post it. Um, If there's anything we can do to get these guys arrested, we'll march. Let us know. We'll do it. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, also in the news, the, uh, Democratic National Convention happened this week in a, an all new digital format. Um, all of the content is available on YouTube on the 2020 Democratic National Convention channel. Uh, it was weird seeing Joe Biden, um, ask me to subscribe and thumbs up, but I mean, it's an, it's a new dawn, new day. I'm happy to, I'm happy. This is my first time attending the convention via my home. Um, it's funny how the Republicans are so quick to attack people. They had Eva Longoria um, opening it, and she looked amazing. Eva's really nice. Me and Raja and Adore hung out with her at a party once, um, and she was so cool and kind and, like, loved all the queens. And she yeah. did a did a speech at the um, DNC, and then the Republicans attacked, oh, actresses and actors, great, yeah. They're, you know, they know everything. Let's listen to them. Yet they had Clint Eastwood... Eight years Girl. ago, yelling, yelling at a chair. Like, Girl, bye, 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 Girl, and 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 try it. and they elected an actor to be like president. So, like, come on, Republicans. E- yeah, Dina, come on. Girl, bye. <laughs> like Did you watch any of it? Michelle Obama's speech was was great, and she literally said, "Yeah, it is what it is." 
He's that's not the guy. What, yes. <laughs> that's what I wanted to mention because I I think she was the standout. She was the she was the closing act. She got oh we gave her in the lineup. She's closing the show, honey. Mm-hmm. She's closing the show. She was really phenomenal. And um, no, she gets the confetti cannon. Put that down, <laughs> Artemis. Artemis, that's not yours. <laughs> She was phenomenal. Uh, she, I mean, she just laid it out. She was like, this is, he's not, he's not a brilliant mastermind. He just can't do it. So like, let's put this chapter behind us and let's move on. That's it. I, I mean, we've seen what happens when people with no experience are given like a position of power now. I mean, look at Drag Race Canada. I kid, I kid halfway because like I I love Drag Race Canada and love everybody on it, but some of the people on it um, should not be giving their opinions to drag queens so much Thank as you. maybe suggesting things instead of saying me 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 me. <laughs> Still love the show and love all the people, but me 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 <laughs> We're going to go on a break, but before we do, I'm very excited to share with you a, a new song uh, Ooh, that new is listens. out today, and it's called Pool Party. Pool Party. Uh, it, it's a really fun song. It was really fun collaborating with Ivan and Peter, with DJ Flula, with Gazzo. This, a lot of really great people uh, worked on this track, and it's really fun, and it's great for the summertime, so fill up the Fill up the inflatable pool in the backyard and and uh, go play with the hose. While Don't talk about my hole like that. <laughs> while you listen to pool party. Pool party. Oh, you did that on porpoise, didn't you? Sweat, splash. Sex, sweat, splash. Water, sex, sweat, splash. Sex, sweat, splash. Pool party. This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Ooh, coming in from the hot. It's so hot outside. <laughs> Uh, we've had. I we've, can't stand the heat. the heat against my chafing. Keeps giving me chub rub. I can't stand the heat. <laughs> it really is. It really is ridiculously hot. But this is a, this is our our next segment, which we like to call. Uh, um, <clears throat> um, Q Stanley is Stanley ready? Get him out of his dressing room. Stanley, Stanley, Stanley. go, Stanley, go. Let's get political, political, I you know, <laughs> we were so effortlessly wonderful at doing that theme song on the last one because we were in the same, um, like physical space yeah Uh, on zoom it's impossible to do anything synchronized which will make watching name that tune very fun if there's (laughs) any singing challenges please don't make them team singing challenges wait so is there a delay on this because like uh, it's that's not just me talking slow i've always been fine with it i I didn't really notice much but um a lot of a lot of you (laughs) A lot of you have noticed some things, and it, it's very astute of you to realize that we are not a nonpartisan news source. We are actually an opinion show, which sometimes dabbles in entertainment. Um, yeah. We are fir- firmly on the left. <laughs> dabbling in entertainment. We've tried it once or twice. Yeah. Uh, some people, some people like it. A couple jokes, a couple of cracks. Someone um, actually wrote in to us to say that much of our political commentary is one-sided and left-leaning. Just like just like a drag queen with one leg. Do you like literally actually fucking think? This, okay, this isn't like we're not coming from politics in a position where we can be like, well, I kind of... I don't know. I agree with that sort of policy. And I, I don't really, I don't really see eye to eye about that policy. It's like for us as queer individuals, this is life or death to us. This is the, the current administration uh, is, is actively trying to dismantle our rights, discriminate against us, um, create, a country that is hostile towards us and treats us as second-class citizens. That is not okay, and we will never allow it to be okay, and we will never stop speaking about it until every fucking person on this planet it has the exact same rights and fucking justice. That's T. Yeah, and if you don't agree with our political views, you can skip ahead to the 15-second mark. Um, just make sure you listen to the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> only um, only listen to the commercials. You. I skipped through the whole podcast, but the commercials <laughs> the commercials are actually very entertaining. They really are. It's some of our best work. And we don't sneak them in like some podcasts that just sneak them in like to the middle of a conversation. No, if I'm talking about a helix, you can best believe that I just got fucked on one. Literally. <laughs> well, speaking of getting fucked. And you know what? That mattress needs some better help after I'm done with it. <laughs> 
Speaking of getting fucked, the U.S. Postal Service, okay, in a huge attempt at voter suppression, the uh, current administration has made some drastic attempts to cripple the USPS system, uh, slowing down service, removing mailboxes, putting locks on some of the collection sites. States are suing. The Postmaster General is testifying in front of Congress this week, and there's a ton of backlash. Yeah, and as with anything political, there's so many angles and angels. Oh, and no. who knows where the actual end game is here, but you can support the USPS. They have merch you can buy. I don't know if they'll sign it, but you can order stamps. And even if you don't send mail all the time, just buy some stamps now so you have them because who the fuck knows what's going to go on with this voting stuff. Um, yes. New I York was... Magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was listening to the Daily, there's just like the New York Times um, podcast this morning. And it's a very, there's like, there's like all these things that that the U.S. Postal Service is being attacked on so many different levels and, and sort of dismantled and sort of undermined. And like, they're trying to cast doubt on it. So New York Magazine has great coverage of all of these goings on. Um, in June, they did a profile of... Uh, and a lookbook on postal office workers from the Jamaica Queens office. It's great, and it helps give a face to um, all of the workers who are out there. I mean, the Postal Service, it's not flashy, it's not sexy, but you know what? It is very, very important to this country. And especially when we have an election where a lot of people are going to be voting by mail. So the bottom line with this, I say, is let's vote as early as we possibly can if you're voting by mail. Okay. And you can all if if you don't trust the mail, you can drop it off at your local polling center. Gee. Um and while you're at it, you can buy a uh a little postcard, put a stamp on it, and mail it to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington DC and just write you're fired on it. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I love because that. Because he's going to be leaving and um we oh, should start saying goodbye now. You're a poker player. You're a poker player. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh Joey my! Rivers when she on... when she, when she was so mad about that girl going home instead of Melissa. You're trash. Your people shouldn't you even are. be at the table. You're trash. <laughs> Joan was so mad that she had to, that she was getting beat by a card shark for sure that year. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I just got some great boots in the mail from the real real. <laughs> They're Fendi. Um, and I'm offended you, by. I, these comments. No, well, <laughs> let's you can about the you census. can Gucci Gucci go. Um, what's the census? Well, okay, it's funny you should ask what the census is. Um, this is a message from Alan. Do you want to read it? You're a faster yeah. reader. It says from Hi Aleka Willem Ford and Big Ursa Major <laughs> Dipertintra. <Willa> <laughs> The third. Willa Ford's real name is Amanda Willingford. Just FYI. Oh, better than better than Amanda Willing Buick. Um. So, (laughs) Alan says, longtime listener, first time soapboxer. I was emailing y'all to see if you had heard about the U.S. Census deadline being moved up from the end of October to the end of September. I recently was trained to be a census enumerator, which I think is that thing that lets you get put on the top of the denominator or counting people in the streets. Anyways, training has been a hot-ass mess since recruitment began in January of this year, and Census Headquarters has been getting it from all ends, including having the Orange One mandating some of his staff be a part of the Census leadership to throw to the pandemic to now this. Even though there are 500,000-plus workers about to work their streets next week, and with training having finished this week, that means Census workers have seven weeks to do the work of what should have been done in 11 weeks. In a non-pandemic, censor workers would have started in April to give some perspective. Additionally, with 40% of total households yet to complete the census, walking the streets in stilettos or your other fierce punks of choice, all the more blister-inducing and stressful. So he says, I was hoping that you could remind listeners that live in the U.S. that all it takes is 10 minutes to complete the survey if they haven't already. Getting an accurate count is essentially important for our... It's especially important for our communities, which often get shafted, the bad kind, mm-hmm. for federal fundings and resources. And even if you didn't get that mailed form or left yours accidentally with a trick, it's important to complete one. You can go to 
www.2020census.gov to complete yours today, and they have helpful prompts to help you figure it out if you're dumb. Lastly, it's important to note that any information that you share with the census is completely confidential and does not get shared with any other federal agency or body outside of the Census Bureau. Also, if you filled it out already and a census worker still comes by to your house, please be nice and patient. Most of the people that I trained with were older adults, but not as ancient as Lady Bunny. So try to teach people remotely how to use a government-issued smartphone for hours without end was very LOL. Even more funny when most people didn't know about how to use their mute function. Sorry for the last trick picks, as I'm a bit modest, but I hope this reminder will get to people in the U.S. to get counted and get accurately safely. Well, thank you, Alan, for that. And this is this is really important. Um, no, and Dick. Thank you, thank you for <laughs> no, you no know Dick what? on that's, election day. <laughs> that's totally fine because there's a lot of like really useful information in there, and uh, I, and we skipped over a lot of the jokes. Um, but I love that Alan was is a comedy girl. She slipped in jokes. She got all the improvs, the ad libs. <laughs> yep. She put in all the jokes. She put in Lady Bunny jokes about. But truth gave a little hoochie coochie at the end. The takeaway here is the census is really important and it might seem like a huge pain in the ass. Oh God, I have to do this thing, but I did it and it it was super easy. It took five minutes. It doesn't even take 10 minutes. It's very, very simple and very, very important uh, for this country. So go on over to 2020census.gov, not slash drag as Uh Alan wrote, Um, but 2020census.gov. Go on over there and make sure you fill out the census. And if somebody comes to your door, be patient, be kind. They're under they're under a lot of pressure. Thank and you, with Alan. this bottle of water, if it's 120 degrees, Jesus. Yeah, and with this Tea. census too, um, you can be anyone you want. I told them I was verse. Um, you live live your life. Just you need to be counted. All that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Oh my God, I love breaks. <laughs> We are back from this compound fracture, um, and we are we are in the dark right now. Will you please give me your phone light, please? I dropped my nail, and this cave torch. is so fucking dark. I have a torch. Light it up, baby. Torch it up. Spark it. <laughs> this is the moment where we go spelunking. Lunking. Unking. Deep inside the DMs. This first letter comes from Angie. She says, hey, Alaska Willem and Big Dipper. Long-time chaser of the race and first time writing in. I've been living out and proud as a trans woman for the past five years in North Carolina and actually found the language to express my gender identity through RuPaul's Drag Race and the Ru Girls from earlier seasons. I know there's a major lack of trans representation on the show and some problematic language from earlier seasons, like you've got male and Ru's song Response to Trinity, which is also featured on All Stars 1. My question is, do you think if there was a greater representation, celebration of trans and non-binary queens on the show, these phrases and songs would be more accepted? I actually had You've Got Shemail as a text tone for a while, a couple of years back, and I still find Response to Trinity an empowering song. I think the chorus of the song has a very positive message that I've interpreted as your own truth and treat yourself as the star that you are. It's your response to Trinity. Don't forget, don't forget who you are. Yes, it's true, true for all of you. We are all stars. We are all stars. Um, Angie said, would love to hear your thoughts and are attached to some dick pics I've saved for trade pre-post-COVIDina times. Love you all, Angie. Damn, Angie. Yeah, Angie, you look so gorgeous. So, so gorgeous. I love that she wears shoes in the house too, so I can suck her toes if I want. Her feet aren't dirty. <laughs> exactly. She looks stunning, and I appreciate this. is This is an interesting uh, conversation because there was a lot of uh, controversy about the "Ooh, girl, you've got a boop mail," mm-hmm. and um, and the song "Response to Trinity." I mean, I. I think it's like sort of a case by case basis because the I can see very much the argument for we need to just take out the ooh girl you've got a mail because that phrase while it's not used in the same way as it is used 
to be a derogatory uh, term for for trans people. Um, it's it's used as a play on email, uh, but that doesn't change the fact that it's still using a word that is used to sort of like as a put down and to sort of oppress trans people. It's used in the, like the porn industry a lot. Um, so like I understand that responsibility. I mean, I I don't. I think that's I like I like that song. It's it's pretty. Um, I I don't think we can remove every word that has tran in it from the the vocabulary because you know trans people can say anything trans they want anytime. It's the yes. other people that have made it the problem. You know, appropriating our language or appropriating our um, reclaimed words. Right. for their own uses and um that kind of thing but um i don't say it anymore because that's a landmine that i don't need to jump around but uh yeah of in, course. in a dressing room if a girlfriend says it or someone who can say it i let them i i've i've never been in a dressing room where someone tried to correct someone else's language about that word to anybody um but yeah. someone someone literally came over to my house uh a couple months ago and was saying that they had used it in a dressing room and they were like a cis bearded man. And I was like, why did you think that was okay? And they're like, Oh, I just thought it was. And I was like, it wasn't. And why would you bring it up now telling me this story that you thought that it was okay to these girls? Are you trying to see if I think it's okay? Because I don't, you're, you're a cis het man. Stop saying it. Right. And that is part of our job is like sharing that, you know, knowledge that using like the T word or, or words like that are, are harmful to people. And it's not really your place to say it unless you are living the life of a fucking trans woman, then you can say it, you can sing it, you can scream it from the rooftops. And I will say, yes, Gorge. But if you're not walking that walk in your life, it is not your, it's not your word. Sorry, it's now, not. I I have a question, and Angie, if you're listening, write in about this. I know a lesbian that fucks trans women, fucks men, fucks lesbians, and she says the word constantly. And the last time she did it around me, I said, girl, you need to put a dollar in the tea girl jar because, like, mm. this, this word sh- shouldn't be coming out of your mouth in the company where there's no trans people because, right. like, I feel like if there was a trans person there, she... She might have watched her tongue a little bit, especially one she didn't know mm-hmm. without explaining mm-hmm. like, oh, it's OK. I'm like knuckle deep in a girl like that doesn't make it OK still. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, <sighs> it's 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 so confusing. But Angie's dick is huge and I'm taking comfort in that. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean, I might fart come. <laughs> we appreciate you so very much, Angie. You look so gorgeous and thank you for uh sharing that note and thank i agree you. i love response to trinity it's it's very yeah. like daft punk internet video internet television video. yeah uh the next message comes from rebecca oh Do from you- sunnybrook farm <laughs> it's an organic farm now no one calls me Rebecca except my brother. Um, uh, dear Willem, Alaska, and Dipper, I have a simple but very important question for you. Who within the Drag Race multiverse do you think would win or at least be a strong contender for Survivor? I ask because I truly believe that the skill sets queens display on RuPaul's Drag Race would be mutually beneficial on a show like Survivor. Though... The shows may seem completely opposite of one another. They have more in common than you would think. I mean, is the lipstick deliberation of previous All-Star seasons not just tribal council after a shower and light beat (laughs) work? Beyond that, a good Survivor winner almost always has charisma, upper body strength, nerve, and tendency for betrayal. I can easily see you both being very successful players, but... I'm interested to see if y'all have anyone in mind who could compete. Personally, I envision a dream team of Naomi Smalls using her long legs to reach coconuts, Derek Barry playing an odd but surprisingly effective social game that leads her to win, and Thorgy Thor competing just because, honestly, she looks like she belongs on Survivor. What are your thoughts? Thanks for providing all of us such great content and a vehicle for me to share my tits. Much love, Rebecca. And tits they are. They oh, there's are two of them. They are fantastic, resplendent, 
Great shape and size. Great coloration. Mm-hmm. Excellent. No moles or occlusions. Um, I've never seen Survivor, but I think any of... Um, I have a feeling Yara Sophia would be good on it. She's like pretty much good at everything, <laughs> and she could blend in with her, her environment somehow. Um, I'd say Yara Sophia. This might be wild, but I'm going to say... Fifi O'Hara would be amazing on Survivor because she knows how to uh, she knows how to work with people. She's very resourceful. She can also be conniving if she has to be if she has to fight conniving with conniving, which it sounds like from Rebecca's letter. That's what Survivor's about. I haven't watched since Richard Hatch. <laughs> Uh, you are a rat in the jungle. There are rats and there are snakes. snakes. And at least a rat, you know what they're doing. But you are a snake. Or wait, no, I think it's opposite. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't pay his taxes. He went to jail. Right. That sucks. Yeah. I used to but- see him at parties a lot in L.A. <laughs> I think Fifi O'Hara would be amazing on Survivor. You also have to have somebody who is like physically like agile. And I feel like Fifi really is that as well. And she's short. She's low to the ground too, which is probably an advantage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, this next letter comes from Kate. Hi, Willem, Alaska, and Big Dip. Thank you so much for the fun, informative content during these trying times. The sheer volume of Drag Race and Drag Race adjacent excellency during COVID lockdown has kept me and my husband going. Anyway, my question involves imagining a life when things open back up. And there are certain things about quarantine life or things that the pandemic has forced us to do that you will continue after this. I'm thinking specifically about things like meet and greets and drag con. I can't imagine touching or hugging large groups of strangers is going to be in any way appealing. I know a lot of queens don't actually like hugs. So will there be something you'd consider doing again once it's safe to do so or are those days over? Anything else about COVID life you can imagine continuing? I personally am thrilled to never have to shake hands again. Thanks, (laughs) Legends. Kate, I never started hugging people, so I don't have to stop. Um, But I I did give out a few random ones probably whenever I wanted to. But uh, I have a big plastic bubble now and it's going to my gigs. (laughs) Right. And if you watch I, our bonus content with Hot Gossington's last week with Bianca, you could see my big plastic bubble for a dollar. It's just like a different world. I was just looking at some footage that we were taking. I love Jasmine Guy. <laughs> we were. Wow. Do I? Whitley. Uh, my name is Whitley. Mm. Listen, I was looking over some footage from DragCon that we were taking, and it was of me doing a meet and greet. And I was like, this is never going to happen again. That's all I was doing is person after person, come in, let me give you a hug. How are you doing? Hand me your marker. Hand me your merch. And they, okay, yes, I will do that thing. Here you go. Yes, let's take a picture. Hand your phone over to this person who's taking the pictures. Hand back your phone. Let's stand close to each other. It's never going to happen again in a post-COVID world. It will. Ne- Dipper is putting on hand sanitizer just thinking about it right now. Like, just the thought... It's never going to happen again. That changes the business structure of drag very much because the way that promoters were able to fly out Rue girls and put them up in hotels, the structure of that largely comes from the fact that we do meet and greets. So I do, so I think maybe the plastic bubble, I know you were making a joke, but that's no, seriously. No, I'm, I'm not making a joke. I'm bringing it to my gigs. That seriously is like kind of the only way we can we can move on and do do things that way. Also, uh, not not all the girls fly out. There was that one promoter that put Amanda Lepore on the mega bus. Remember? Oh. <laughs> Did you ever hear about that? A promoter put Amanda Lepore on the mega bus. Did you ever? No. Who the fuck yes. would do that? It was like a short thing, like two or three hours from what I remember. It might have been Jer- like New York to Jersey or New York somewhere, but no. she was on a bus. Get her they, a car. They tried yes. to get her on a bus. <laughs> no. Why don't you choose one of these last two questions? Either tits or dick. The one with the dick, the one with the dick, the one with the dick. I okay, great. Dick. Perfect. It's a good question, too. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Or is it my turn? 
Thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. Wrong one, sorry. Um, from Desiree. <laughs> Hello, Willem, Alaska and Big Dipper. Sorry I didn't put funny alternatives for your names. I'm not clever. My name is Desiree, longtime listener and deep friend of the pod. I'm hoping to get some advice on giving blowjobs, specifically when it comes to big penises. <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> <Willem>. is on... <laughs> You guys can log off. Um, My boyfriend is on the large size, or at least for me, his is, and I feel bad that I'm unable to deep throat him. I usually put my hand at the base for extra coverage, and I've tried playing with his balls. That only makes it bigger, dumbass. But when I talked to him about it, he said he's indifferent when it comes to balls. I was wondering if you had any tips. Any advice would be appreciated. Attached is a picture of his penis with my hand on it for size reference. Thank you all for the entertainment and awareness your podcast provides. I hope you continue it for years to come. Desiree, first of all, I would like to thank you for your awareness bringing this to our attention because thank I, you. I don't think I honestly think you should leave this to a professional and send them to me. Um, oh God. But I do have some tips on a member this large. Don't go in head first straight on. You need to go in upside down to get that like perfect mm-hmm. guide way down your throat because you don't want to make his dick form a right angle in your throat to get it all down there because eventually it's got to start going south. So if you kind of start upside down and go in from above and beyond, it'll slide down your throat smoother. And when you do start to choke, it'll just come out and a bunch of vomit won't because you're not like you're upside down and you can't throw up upside down. I don't think I don't really know, but I've never thrown up upside down on a dick. Have I thrown up regular on a dick? Yes, but you swallow it because that's what you do. So I'm trying to figure out like angles. How okay. upside down? How do you get upside so, down? Imagine. Okay, can you can see me on the bed right now, right? So I'm laying <laughs> yes, like this. Yes, but our listeners cannot. Well, they can pay more, and they can so on the Patreon. <laughs> so you're laying on your back, let's say. So imagine I'm a top. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is a fantasy. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. So imagine I'm a top, and my dick is right here, um, and then. Okay. Imagine there's someone just as slutty as me, but they're a bottom Mm -hmm. (laughs) next to me. They're going to be right here. And then he could totally take this hand and play with my ass because my ass would be right here. And I'd be going on the dick right here from above. So like a 69 kind of position. 69, but you don't have to get straight over their face. And actually, it helps if you're a little diagonal because then you can like steer the dick a little bit joystick wise and you're um, into where it needs to go. Um, that's what I do when it's too big to go down my throat once it's hard. If you punch their balls, they go soft for a little bit too. And then you can get it in your throat and then it'll get hard again once it's there. But you only have like 45 to 60 seconds of breath. Can I ask a question? Are you a fan of, um, laying on your back on the bed with your head off the side? Yeah. The the Sherry Vine, the Sherry Vine (laughs) technique. That's yeah, that's how cute. I do my that's how I do my wigs. <laughs> so you would lay on your back uh with your head hanging off the side of the the bed and then he would just sort of like fuck your mouth, right? N- no. First, no. Ba- no, that's no. what Sherry Vine prefers. She says it in her songs all the time. Well, you've seen her hair. Um okay, <gasps> what what I do is for balance. Hey, first First, I put another top on the bed. Get his member erect, place myself on the member, and then I lay my head back because otherwise I could slide right off the bed if I don't have that base support, you know? (laughs) So that's what I do for starters. That good base support, a base tease. Yeah, and then that first top holds my hair back into a ponytail while I suck the other gentleman's member or gentlewoman's member. You know, we we talked to um, Angie. We talked to Angie before. Angie's list. She a girl. Angie's got a list, I'm sure, because I'm on a waiting list for it, you know, because (laughs) that dick is right, Angie. Um, So that's what I would personally do. Um, And also just make sure you have a pen by the clipboard on the door because the signups and the lines, people can be coming and going and you want to keep a correct count like for, you know, head count and for, um, you know, in case anybody's dipping into the piggy bank, which is why I put bank on my forehead. Thank you for this insight. I mean, this is the kind Thank of advice you. that you tune into Hot Goss yeah. to, to do get. You, you do. do you have any tips? Um, nope. What about you, I Dipper? She, she provided her tips. Yeah, hey, you, yeah. You, you said all the good ones. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Dick Bipper th- acting acting all quiet now. I was gonna just ask you. You know, you talked about getting your hair put up in a bun. You ever watch in, in straight porn when the guy is getting a blowjob and he like tries to put her hair up into a ponytail to like <laughs> yes. hold it off her face? But it's like he's very clumsy. It's like, rever- a dad, it's like Sasha a dad. Reverse Sasha Colby. Yeah. A, putting, a trying dad. to put the hair up piece by piece. <laughs> it's like a dad trying to do his three-year-old's hair <laughs> while he watches his favorite game on television. Very but, distracted. Like, I guess this is what a ponytail is, but just well, trying to get a blowjob. I don't think they're concerned. I don't think they're concerned about her getting spittle or, or jizz in her hair. They're more concerned with just, you know. Showing off the angle to the camera, and you always want to cheat out when you're uh, giving a blowjob, which is why um, you never save their number in your phone. Wow. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you so much for all of your letters, and we thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. That's Hot Goss. You can send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com and... Mm-hmm. Uh, we accept all kinds of questions. They can we be all- about anything. We're, I don't mind being wrong yeah. on a multitude of subjects. And you can include pictures yeah, exactly. so we know we're talking to. Um, and yeah. uh, that's it. Uh, we also have really exciting bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. Just Willem. search using the hashtag race chaser, race chaser. And you can watch the videos a la carte. We have some really fun stuff up there right now. Mm-hmm. And if you're poor, you can also just go to Instagram. And we have fun stuff there, too, at race chaser pod. We also have profiles at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. My profile. You're in my top eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're God, totally I- in my top eight. I miss tops. Um, don't forget to get your tickets to name that, name that tune. tune. Our live stream musical game show event extravaganza happening fundraiser moment contest competition pageant <laughs> happening tomorrow, August 22nd. 22nd. Ticket sales benefit for the girls. And you can get your tickets at racechasertickets.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, and if you're on Instagram looking at how lovely we are, we have some links on Race Chaser Pod that has resources, places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, because a lot of the social media timelines have gone back to normal, um, and everybody needs to make sure they're challenging themselves every day to think about the world in an anti-racist way, and to learn something new about racism, privilege, and how it affects our daily lives, not just the grid of our Instagram, okay? Right. Um, you can wear a mask too. That's helpful. You don't need a mask on Twitter, but um, definitely wash your hands because some of your computer keyboards. Ugh. Yes, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy, and we will be back next week with more piping, piping. steaming, steaming. scalding, boiling, oh, hot god. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot.